Father, Lord, we worship you. We glorify your holy name because you are the only true God. We exalt your holy name. Be thou lifted up on high, dear God. We have gathered unto you to learn of you this morning. Holy Spirit, come and have your way. Come and have your way in this place. Come and educate us. Come and lead us. Come and teach us. We worship you, Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Our topic today says, Be ye therefore perfect. Be ye therefore perfect. Let's see where the scripture mentioned it. That is Matthew 5, 48. The Bible says that, Therefore, you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. Just as your Father in heaven is perfect. It's like, exactly as God is, be that way. Praise the Lord. And a lot of times, you know, when we look at such, you wonder whether it's a possibility. I remember in my younger years when I read that place, I wonder, can it ever really be just as God is perfect? Hallelujah. Well, we'll read through the scriptures and understand what the word perfect means. Actually, it's taken from a Greek word called teleos. And it means full age, like full age maturity. It means complete. It means perfect. Praise the Lord. So it means that you have what? Come of what? Age. It means that you are complete. Praise the Lord. You know, when you read through Psalms 23, you, you, you see a place where the Bible says that he leaded me beside what? Still waters. What does it mean? The, the Bible likened us unto a what? A lamp. So you now see the shepherd leading the flock to water the flock and bring the flock to a roaring kind of um, river. What do you think will happen? Some of the flock will do what? Will fall into the water and get what? They will drown. But the Bible says that he leads you beside what? Still waters. Very, very calm water. So that the flock can drink easily and walk away. So his laws are not to trip us. His laws are what? Easy, like still waters. Actually, that when you look into it, that it's something that what? We can do. Praise the Lord. He leads you beside what? Still waters. This is the way the law of God is. So let's start from the, we'll read several scriptures. But before I get there, let me, let's read Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. The Bible says, that's from uh, 11. And he himself gave some to be apostles. Some prophets. Some evangelists. And some pastors and teachers. Why did he do this? For the equipping of the saints. For the work of the ministry. For a defying of the body of Christ till 
we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a teleos man, praise the Lord, to a perfect man, to a complete man, to a man that has come of age. Is the same word teleos that was used in Matthew 5 that is also used in this particular place, to a perfect man. Praise the Lord. So he didn't just say be a perfect without trying to uh, provide the wherewithal for you to be what? Perfect. He gave gifts. And then you get trained until we all come to that position. So let's get back to Matthew. We start reading from... Um, because um, when you get down, that be it therefore. It's like I've been talking. Talking, talking, talking all the while. Then you now say, be ye therefore. It's like a summary of all I have said. Be ye therefore what? Perfect. Just as I am perfect. So it's when we go ahead and read down that we'll see some of the things that he summarized in that word. Be ye therefore perfect. We can't read all of them. So let's start from verse 13. He says... You are the salt of the earth. Praise the Lord. You know, when you study the scriptures, just know one thing that Bible says that not one word shall what be thrown away or will not come to pass. Praise the Lord. That even a comma means something. And in psychiatry, they talk about thought insertion or looseness of association. In other words, the person just talks anyhow. Alright? God is not like that. So if he says a word, follow that word. He says, you are the salt of the earth. Here he is relating to earth, not to heaven. Praise the Lord. That you salt what? The earth. Praise the Lord. That we flavor what? The earth. Praise the Lord. So it is meaning that what? You make the earth sweet. You are the very thing that people look at and see how to what? Walk. Praise the Lord. One man I once read, um, he went to preach to somebody. The person was a heathen and he was talking everything about Jesus Christ that he did this, he did that. After the whole sermon, the man said to him that, I don't know your Christ. I've never met him. I don't really know him, but if he is like you, then I'm ready to follow him. Praise the Lord. If he is like you, then he's somebody that I can follow. And he gave his life to Christ. So we are the salt of the earth. The savour of the earth. Praise the Lord. That is like I have put you here like me. Represent me. Praise the Lord. But if the salt loses its flavour, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light. Again, of the what? World. Not heaven. You are the light, like a beacon that illuminates and shows us this is the way to pattern this life on earth. A city that is set on a... Not that place. Still 13. Okay, yeah. A city that is set on a hill cannot be what? 
hidden. Amen. Imagine if you're in your room and suddenly Nepa takes light and you were trying, you were walking to a place and Nepa just takes light. How does it feel? Suddenly darkness. Amen. So let's read, uh, okay, yeah, 16. So he now says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Where the Bible says, let your light so shine, it means this what manner. Hallelujah. It means, let your light this manner shine. Let it be like this. That what? They may see the good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. When I talk to patients that are overweight, you know, people do what they call keto diet. And I dissuade people from doing it. I'll tell you why. You can never lose weight if it is a one-off thing. Praise the Lord. You cannot. Ever. You try it, you lose weight, and what will happen when you go back to your lifestyle? Kaboom. You get back to what you used to be. Praise the Lord. So it has to be something that you can sustain. It has to be a change in lifestyle. It has to be, this is the way. Hallelujah. So he says, let your light so shine. This is the path. Hallelujah. It has to be what? Now, the way you walk. Amen. Not a sometime thing and not a sometime thing. It has to be, this is the manner of living. Amen. So, let's still go further down. Um, we'll be skipping some. So let's go to verse 20. That it will capture everything about it. For I say to you that unless your righteousness, now he's coming closer. Unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. So he's talking about what? Where of life. Your righteousness. And except it exceeds that of the Pharisees, you shall in no way enter the kingdom of heaven. I don't want to dwell on the righteousness of the Pharisees, but let's just keep going and we'll understand why. 21. You have heard. He's now trying to define the righteousness of the Pharisees. Because the Pharisees were like the law. That it is like this. I'll just do it. That place, I'll stop. I've done it. Praise the Lord. He says it's not enough. You know, I started by saying that this is talking about what complete. Hallelujah. God had to give them something that, because it was a bit hard, okay, uh, just do this. Alright? And so they just did it to the letter. Just the word. You say just um, maybe um, present yourself like this. They just get there. Bam, I'm done. So I've fulfilled my words. Righteousness. And for them, it was like, Yes, I've done it. Praise the Lord. That's not what God is talking about. So he says in 21, For you have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not murder. And whoever murders will be in danger of judgment. That is the righteousness of the Pharisees. 22 now says, Which is what he's expecting us to do. But I say to you, That whoever is even angry with his brother without a cause. Amen. So if you are angry, there has to be a cause. Hallelujah. Without a cause, shall be in danger of 
judgment that you can be judged for that but of course you understand it it makes sense if you're angry without a cause why did you get angry what is the problem that's the judgment explain it explain to us amen but when the cause is very plain to everybody nobody will even ask you anything so it makes sense doesn't it and he now says um and whoever says to his brother raka shall be in danger of the council but whoever says you fool shall be in danger of hellfire. In other words, he's taking it even further. I didn't just say do not murder. I am saying your brother is your brother. I am saying love. I am saying from your heart. Have you ever been given something to do and with all your heart, you do it so perfectly, exceeding even what the person told you to do and he comes back, ah, I didn't even know you can do it like this. That's what God is saying. The Lord lives inside you. It's not just spelt out like this. So, don't be angry without cause. Don't start calling your brother a fool. Praise the Lord. 23. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, he's trying to describe this angry thing again and the mother thing and, you know, harboring whatever, uh, malice and all that in your heart. And there, you remember that your brother has something against you. Not you have something against your brother. It's like the extra mile. Praise the Lord. Says, leave it there. Leave that gift. Don't even talk about the gift anymore to God. Just, therefore, leave the gift there before the altar and go your way. First, be reconciled to your brother. In other words, make peace. Amen. And then come offer your gift. Let's jump to 27. You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. That's the righteousness of the Pharisees. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already done what? Committed the adultery. Amen. So go the extra mile again. Don't even allow the thoughts to enter your heart. Praise the Lord. Amen. So let's go to 31. Furthermore, it has been said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of what? Divorce. But I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, for any reason except sexual immorality, causes her to commit what? Adultery. If, if, you know, we have taken this to mean that God is saying, well, if he or she commits adultery or fornication, divorce her. That's actually not what the Bible is saying there. Amen? Really carefully, you'll see. But I say to you, whoever divorces his wife for any reason except sexual immorality, he didn't say divorce, he said causes her. That's if he goes on to what? Divorce on that causes her to do what? Commit adultery. In other words, it's again preaching the word forgive. Amen. Go the extra mile. Hallelujah. I don't know whether we're getting the point. That's the complete thing. It's not just, okay, um, what he's saying is be like me. We'll still look at some parameters, some, some traits of God and we'll understand. Hallelujah. Think about it in your heart. How many times have God divorced you? And um, think about all the things you've done. And sometimes you say you will not do it again, and then you do it again, and then you do it again, and then you do it again. 
And did he divorce you? Imagine it if he divorces you. Mm, that's the end of it. The devil will have what? Make men's mate of you. So he's saying, no, be like me. Praise the Lord. In other words, help the person back. That's what that place is saying. Praise the Lord. Again, that's, um, I'm reading um, uh, 38 now. Uh, you have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. God no go do what? Vex. And we know that is a common thing. And, but that is the righteousness of the Pharisees. Once you do me, I do you. God knows the best. But I tell you, not to resist an evil person. But whosoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. I know this has, you know, kind of sparked a lot of controversy. Um, it doesn't mean if I carry a knife to kill you, you will present your neck. Let me cut it off. Amen? You saw Jesus Christ. There was a time they wanted to stone him and it wasn't his time. What happened? He sneaked out and they didn't even see him again. Praise the Lord. But the evil person here means, you know, sometimes even in your place of work and in your neighborhood, you see people that are really, really bad. And you've done everything to, and they are still doing it. No problem. Be good to them. Hallelujah. We'll still define it slightly and we'll understand it better. But just that's what that place means. It doesn't mean I want to kill you. Okay, ah, alright. No, of course you can defend yourself. Praise the Lord. And it says, um, when, when you see slap sometimes, you know, I've, I've heard it said that, you know, when you take a man's wife, it's like what a slap. To his what? Cheek. Like an insult. Hallelujah. It's like what? An insult. Like I said, we'll still define it. There's a place I'll define it. But let's, let's use a particular example. Um, Joseph and the brothers. I want to paint a scenario so that you will not crucify the brothers so much. Jacob married Leah. He didn't want Leah, but it was thrown to him. And then he still walked and got the lady he loved. And because of that, he transferred the love to Joseph. And along the line, uh, before Joseph was even born, so he was even one of the smallest. Along the line, um, Rachel took her slave. So not a wife, now a concubine at all. Wasn't married, right? And gave to Jacob. Jacob had some sons. So whether God and all that people, not really by a lot, not um, what you call it, um, legal children. Okay? And then Leah saw what uh, Rachel did, carried her own concubine. Also, I want to have more children. Gave it to Jacob. So you now see that Jacob was surrounded by a lot of brothers that some of them were a little bit of outcasts. They felt it in their hearts because Jacob apparently wasn't really hiding it. Okay? And then even the sons of Leah, they were like second, second hand or second fiddle towards Joseph. And Joseph was the beloved. 
sibling rivalry will develop. Think about it. You, if you come from a polygamous home, how you feel towards your half brothers. Amen. And if they start acting up sometimes, like being glorious and all that, you see, a lot of tension starts to develop in the family. So that is that kind of thing. And he's even the littlest. Alright? So, and he will dress in this fine robe and come and strut around. And then he comes and tells them, you know, I dreamt a dream. Hey, the sun and the moon and we were was it 11 stars or 12 stars? I don't know whether Benjamin had been born by then. And even the sun, the moon and all the other stars did obeisance to my, me, 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 star. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And possibly he had been dreaming before and some of the dreams were coming to pass. And he will interpret it correctly. So, this thing this boy is talking is going to happen. I mean, we need to do something. Are we going to be servants of him all the rest of our lives? Hallelujah. Even his father wondered at the dream. Which one is that me and your mother will do what? Will bow to you. But you know he loved him. So, he easily could forgive him. Hallelujah. That's the scenario. But before I get down to when he was sold, think about it again. Joseph said, stars. Did he say a giant star and a little star? He didn't. He just said what? Stars. They were all what? Equal. It's only that they bowed. Do you think that compare sun and the star, which one is bigger? The sun naturally. Is it not? So, he was just saying that I at my own time I shone. Praise the Lord. I give you an instance. I walk into an office Maybe the governor or whatever. I'll put off my phone. I'll act like this. Is it not? I am doing what? He was shining. And me, I'm bowing. That is it. That's just what Joseph was describing. But then there will be a time that governor becomes sick. And he starts looking for you. Like, one of the times, yeah, a former senator, he now comes and he's looking for me like crazy. And calling me, you know, some endearing names. And I smiled. Then what was happening? I was shining so bright. Praise the Lord. So that's just what Joseph was trying to say. That yeah, there will be a time you bow, bow to me. And they didn't understand it. He didn't say my star is necessarily shining brighter. Hallelujah. So it was a problem. They kept at it. Maybe thinking about it. And that day they now came and they sold him to slavery. For some of us who will be saying... God, you know, slaughtered them. Kind of. And I tell people that when God says that vengeance is mine, it doesn't mean I'll go kill your enemy at all. That is why I said about a divorce before. That is not saying put her away or that kind of thing. God is not saying I'll go and kill your enemy. He's just saying vengeance is mine. I know how to handle it. Think about it. Mwachuku and Okafo are all children of God. Are all sons of God. And Mwachuku comes and They'll say, how one to Okafo? Do you think that God will go and kill Machuku? He won't. He will just go to Okafo, sort out Okafo's problem, lift him up, and that problem is no longer a problem. He pats Machuku at the back. You can be better. Try harder. Eh? Come on, walk the path. Praise the Lord. That is it. Now, but I ask you, which one would you rather have? That God goes to punish your enemy or that God turns the thing like he turned in Joseph's own, that even at the end, the mother, the father, all of them did what? Which one do you, will you prefer? Yeah. Praise the Lord. 
Um, but let me ask us a question. Of all the children of Jacob, who do you think was most honored? Who? Ah, uh-uh, no, no, no. Judah is Judah. Not Joseph at all. Is Judah. But do you know that it is Judah that said, "Let us sell him. Let us see how he will come and be that Lord over us." And if you even read at the account of Judah, things he did of all the children of Jacob. <laughs> I don't want to talk about them. Praise the Lord. But you see, from the tribe of Judah, the kingdom, the headship shall not depart. Praise the Lord. Jesus, tribe of Judah, David, tribe of Judah. Today, we all say, tribe of Judah. And who is Joseph, by the way? Hallelujah. And the stars bowed. Amen. That is God. That's why I said you're saying he causes it to win both on the house of the of the good and the bad. He is God. You are all his creation. He wants to get us all what in line. And that is what he's saying. Be, be, be like this. Be complete. It doesn't mean condone what? Evil. Praise the Lord. You know, sometimes we look at those problems and figure that uh God, where are you? Joseph must have felt like that in the prison. But I like another part in Psalm 23 where he said, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Do you know the truth? The Bible called it what? Shadow. Amen. The Bible called it what? I once watched, watched a video clip where a boy was running from the shadow and people were laughing because he was running. The shadow was still following him and he thought, and people were laughing about it. So, the, your shadow kind of slaps you. What happens? Nothing. So, these are like what? Shadows of evil. The Bible is saying, I will fear no evil. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, but look unto who? Christ, the author, he wrote your life. And finisher, he didn't just start it, he finished it. Finisher of your faith. It's not that man. Praise the Lord. So, I shall not, the person that will twat it is who? Is you. How will you twat it when you become what? Afraid. Praise the Lord. When you do what? Walk in fear and give life to whatever that was happening in your mind or wherever. Let's go on. Okay, 40. If anyone wants to sue you and take away your tonic, let him have your cloak also. And whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. Praise the Lord. This was actually taken from a place. Um, it was a law in Israel then. The Romans were there. And a Roman centurion would just come to you, you may be eating, you may be instructing your children, you may be doing anything, he carries a load and gives you, you work with me. You're supposed to go and deliver that load for him. And they were abusing it, the Romans. They were, you know, think about your eating and somebody takes you away. How will you feel? Meanwhile, the Israelites were kind of despising the world. The Romans, they were calling them heathens and all that. So, there was, so the law now came out, don't walk more than a mile. And that mile is like a thousand watt paces. So once the Israelites now started, once they walk that mile, they will drop that load on the floor and will kind of spit 
on the floor like you dog. Amen. You even know that Jesus called a woman a dog, but he was trying to teach her. Amen. So we'll drop it. So Jesus said, don't just do that. When they say walk a mile, walk two. You are trying to show them what? Love. You are trying to show them that I am a better person. You are trying to show them that my God is the God, not your Roman God. Amen. You have heard, okay, give, okay, you have heard 43, um, it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Of course, no. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you. I've said a lot about this and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your father in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the he says that you may be what? Sons of your father. Like I said, be what? Like me. You know, one of the times Jesus was ridiculed and um, the disciples or the apostles now, not disciples, some of them said to Jesus, let us call down fire from heaven to devour them. Amen. And Jesus said to them, you do not know the spirit you have. You do not know whose whose you are. You know, you do not know your father. You do not understand the gene inside you. You do not understand who you came from. Uh, because they were quoting Elisha. But you know, some of us sometimes go quoting that place, not understanding that Elisha didn't actually do what? Right. Amen. He had a lot of power and sometimes we make mistakes. Of course, we also. Alright? You, you have power to wield and God gave it to you and sometimes maybe in anger or whatever. Think about it. 44 42 boys or so. I think young children, they just called him bald-headed. Which we did as kids. You see, Onye Niger like up Angulo, like that. Which we did. And he said, he just looked at them and called them. What? Two, two, bears, two bears came out and mouthed them. Praise the Lord. I, I wonder whether, but yeah, he was feeling like power of God. And I do not judge him. Like I said, we all could do a similar thing when you have such power. But it is to learn from it and say, no, 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 no. That you have a power, wield it in love. Praise the Lord. Wield it in love. Be like your father. So you do not know this spirit that what you have. Amen. And you can understand why David said, God, I don't want to fall into the hands of men. Amen. I would rather fall into your hands because you will have what? Mercy. Amen. So 46. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same. Therefore, you shall be perfect just as your heavenly Father in heaven is perfect. Amen. Let's read James. And I'll close. James chapter 1 from 23. Says for, you know, we've learned a lot this morning. Amen. But, you know, it is putting it to what? Work. So, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like what? A man that observes his natural face in the mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. Amen. I, I know you remember your reflection. You know what you look like, don't you? Don't you? Amen. So, you're not like that man. Amen. That will look at his face in the mirror, and you come out, you may be thinking you're a what? A woman. Or maybe you're who you are not. Says, um, but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, 
be the doer of the work, this one will be what? Blessed. In some of the things he does, is it? In all. This one will be blessed in what he does. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us. Just look behind you. What do you see? What do you see when you look behind you? Goodness and mercy. You're walking and goodness and mercy is following you. Shall be blessed. Praise the Lord. Surely, surely it's like you are asking God, is it true? Can this thing really happen? He tells you, surely. I'm not lying to you. Surely, goodness, mercy shall follow you. Praise the Lord. All the days of your life. And you know sometimes you could be walking and somebody is walking behind you and the person misses a step and puts the, the leg just in between your own legs. What happens? Goodness and mercy will trip you sometimes. Amen. And you'll be wondering, oh God, whatever did I do to deserve all what? This mercy. Praise the Lord. So when we walk like this, just relax. The battle is the Lord's. Amen. Let us pray. Father Lord, we worship you. We glorify your holy name. There is none like you, ancient of days. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, O oh my Father, blessed Redeemer. You have taught us, Lord, lead us, Lord, direct us. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, we have shared a lot this morning. But if you do not know God, if you have not given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, all we have shared is not, you, you, you haven't even started. You haven't even started. You are still out there. You are still out there. So I want us to think through our hearts. If you know that you haven't accepted Jesus Christ into your life, if you know that you have not made this decision, you haven't even really, yes, Lord Jesus, be my personal Lord and Savior. Just raise your hand. This is the most important decision you will ever take in your life. Just raise your hand up and we'll pray with you. If you know you haven't made the Lord your personal Lord and Savior, just raise your hand up so that our chaplain will pray with you. Live in me. Live like me. Live and live like one who has encountered me. That's the desire God is making of us. And for you who are here, please can you turn forward and repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, thank you. You love me. You gave your life on the cross and shed your blood for my sins. I come to you this morning with all my heart. I'm sorry for my past life. I repent of it all. I turn to you with my whole heart and I ask you, forgive me my sins. Cleanse me of my past. Give me the power 
to be a child of God. Make me even yours. From today onwards, and give me the power to live for you and to be even like you the rest of the days of my life. In Jesus' name we pray. As many of them as receive you, God, they give them the power to be your children who were born not of flesh, not of blood, not of the will or power of man, but by your own prompting. May the change you bring in your daughter, Lord, be permanent in the name of Jesus. May all things pass away. May all things become new. May there be an evidence, Lord, that you have taken possession of her. And Lord, write her name in the book of life and give her the grace to live now, the rest of the days of her life, to the glory of your name, with evident fruits of the Spirit, walking in her and making her more like you every day to make heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we pray for the rest of us as we have cried and as we have called upon you. Cause that, Lord, as we hear these things, as we have walked in your will, as we have learnt about kingdom lifestyle, as we have learnt about how those who belong to the kingdom ought to live, ought to walk, ought to speak, ought to behave, ought to conduct themselves in love, in charity, in purity, in spirit, Lord, in speech, and in every manner of behavior and conduct, that we may be like our Father who is in heaven, that our light will so shine. Lord, we commit ourselves unto you, and hand over all that is ours unto you, and ask you, Lord, walk in us to will and to live unto your good pleasure in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, areas in our lives that are still defective, areas in our work that still don't measure up with you, areas in our lifestyle that show that we are not yet properly children of the kingdom, areas in our life, association, that we see take a prelude from the world, from the society, and not of you. Father, where we are still raw in all of them, we yield ourselves this morning. We yield ourselves. We yield our mind. We surrender our heart and our lives and say, Father, Lord, walk in us again. Renew a spirit within us to desire and to be like unto you in the name of Jesus Christ. In every day, in every moment, that we may live for you, live like you, live drawing inspiration and guidance of you. And that Lord, as we come out, as we speak, as we walk, as we conduct ourselves, people will see the picture of God our Father, even through our lives in the name of Jesus. Christ will be found in us, and people can take notes that we have been with Christ, and Lord, our lives are also making an impression upon them, shining and showing forth your goodness in this crooked and perverse generation, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, areas where we are still battling, areas in our life that still allow our raw nature, our flesh, to manifest this morning again, we cleanse ourselves of all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit, and we count ourselves as dead to the living of the world and flesh, and alive in your spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Thank you, Lord. As you stay us up, grant us a yearning to live and to be like unto you. And to actually live under your guidance of the Spirit. A life that honors you. A life in which you delight. A life that is more like you. That the fullness of Christ in every manner will be seen in us. Now, and the remaining days of our life, in Jesus' name we pray.